Quack, quack, in a vroom, vroom to you. Welcome on into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't downloaded that yet to your phone or tablet, I highly recommend it. I probably spend more time listening on iHeartRadio than I do to the regular signal anymore. I'm Stan Poggle, your host, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak is beaming in from an undisclosed location again this week. Yes, I am. I'm. Uh, You're always running around somewhere. I, I'm really not going to tell you where I'm at because you'll get mad and you'll balk for the next few days. But that'd be okay. So you're out. Um, fi- you aren't out fishing, are you? I'm not saying nothing because you'll get mad and you'll get upset, and, and I, I hate <laughs> to hurt your feelings what I'm doing. But I, oh, yeah. I tell you, you never want to do that. Middle of the week, I'll tell you what I'm doing, but I, I'm not going to spoil your day. I, I, I'm just going to let you think that, uh, you know, I'm working in the yard or something, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, probably got the kids tooling around the four-wheeler while you're uh, barking out orders. That's the way it usually goes. Those poor grandkids of yours, I tell you what, you you really put them through the ringer sometimes when they come over there. Well, the grandkids, they uh, had other things to do today, so I'm, I'm out uh, carousing, as you would say. And um, you've been doing a lot of that lately. I, I'm, I'm getting a little worried about you because you know you you're no spring chicken anymore. You keep uh, running around like the way you've been running around. You, well, you might you know, just wear yourself guess, out. Uh, you know, my my sidekicks, you know, Roadkill and and Elbin and the rest of the boys. You know, they they uh, I just sit in the back seat and and we go from this place to this place to this place. But today we're Today we're 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 drilling holes. They're drilling holes. I'm I'm sitting on a bucket laughing at them. Yeah, how much ice do you have up here? I saw the on Shara's page, who I think we're going to have on here next week, I believe, if uh, if I'm not mistaken. Ron Shara's page, he had a deal. They were out uh, drilling ice, seeing how much was left because, of course, the crappie contest is coming up there at Fletcher's on May fifth. Twenty, almost twenty six inches they had. Yeah, well, we got we got a good three and a half feet at least. We're down. We're the extension on. We're still down to the powerhead, but the snow is just about gone. Uh, everything's greening up. Uh, the woods. I mean, there's some snow in the woods yet, but I mean, it's uh, uh, you know, it's leaving fast. I think by by Tuesday, Wednesday, we won't have any snow. And uh, you know, there's people fishing on Chocopee. There's people fishing on Malax. There's people fishing on some little lakes up in Aiken here. Uh, you know, people are still fishing. I mean, we still got. I, I'm thinking we still got two, three weeks of fishing left yet. If if we don't get rain and and the, you know, the sun. I mean, the sun is warm. It's going to melt. The shorelines are going to go first, so naturally. But you could always plank it and get out. So what you got to be careful. Put your life vest on or your throwable cushion. But you know, you you and you talk to the resort owners and you talk to the bait bait store guys. You know, Bill Lundin. He's got the the in on everything, but. Uh, we will have Ron Shear on next week, and I believe we're going to have Ted Takasaki on, too, for uh, some pointers on how to get your boat ready, your fishing equipment ready. And Shear uh, will be talking about uh, the crappie contest and what he's doing for opener. Yeah, so we got uh, some good stuff coming up leading up to the walleye opener. Uh, probably you guys up north, north of 94 or so. I think it's going to be a little tough getting out maybe in the boat for the opener, but... I'm still holding out hope here in the metro. I checked the long-term forecast. Looks like we're going to be in the 60s here for the next about two weeks or so. That will definitely help get some of the ice off. But I think it's going to be uh, right between that crappie contest and the opener, even here in the metro. But 
We're going to do it anyway. We got a good thing leading up to the governor's deer opener coming up on uh, May 12th in Wilmer and Spicer in the New London area. Green Lake there is the host. That's, that's uh, the deer opener, Stan. That's a fishing opener. Or a fishing opener. Did I say deer opener? You said deer opener. Well, I probably did. You know, sometimes you just a uh, little slip of the tongue. But for the fishing opener on May 12th, we will be there in Wilmer and uh, on Green Lake. They're hosting and. We, we're going to have uh, a series of pros here. Uh, we're going to have Tom Keenan on, who I got to fish with. Uh, he's a walleye pro. I got to fish with him a couple of years ago up at uh, Breezy Point. So he's going to join us here in the next segment here on Outdoor Adventures. So he's going to give us his insight. Uh, he's been angler of the year, numerous top tens, a bunch of wins on the walleye tour. So uh, definitely a, a very good fisherman and very knowledgeable. And then next week we got Ron Shera. What can you say about him, of course? And then uh, Ted Takasaki, uh, another Hall of Famer. That so, uh, if if you're a walleye guy or just a fisherman in general, these next uh, few weeks leading up to the walleye opener. And then, of course, you know I got to brag about you a little bit too. I mean, I know you'd never do that for yourself, but uh, Kudak here, he's he's a pretty good fisherman as well, from what I hear. So you're gonna you're gonna uh, get into because I know you know all these guys from your years of uh, fishing and guiding as well. Yeah, and they're, they're they're you know we'll get we'll get tips and the pointers and you know we'll we'll pick their brains a little bit and if people want to call in and ask questions and we also have Tony Ward, he is fishing a a, a deal up on uh, Gull Lake. Uh, I can't think of the name of it now. It's right at the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, He's doing that team challenge deal, correct? Team, yeah, he does the team challenge series with his brother. We're going to get him on and we're going to talk to him about that towards the. Uh, last segment of the show and uh, see if we can get him some a few sponsorship deals or donations for that it's a good cause it's been going on for years and it's it's a good deal and he's also going to come up him and his brother and i'm looking for a few more guides to come up for camp confidence i got i'm looking for probably 10 more guides that could come up and take some people fishing up at camp confidence and uh, i got all the brochures and stuff in the mail today so I am going to be out looking for a few guys to go up with me to Camp Confidence. Well, I'm guessing we'll probably be able to find a few of them up at the Governor's Opener there in Wilmer. And I'm looking forward to it. I might even try uh, swinging the old uh, sticks this year, getting out there for a little golf, because it's been a long wait for spring. So I think if it's going to be a nice weekend, I may have to get up there early on Thursday. And actually, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I might have to try to beat you up there this year. Well, I got a feeling our buddy Les Meister will be there, and I'm sure if he's up there, he'll be doing the golfing himself. And yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I probably won't get there till Thursday, you know, mid morning sometime. I'm I got some stuff to do in the morning right away on Thursday, but I will uh, when I get done with that, then I'll be heading down that direction. Yeah, I did talk to Tim a little bit. He chatted with me the other day, and he is going to be up there for the governor's opener. He's going to be doing a few reports for. Uh, some uh, Learfield affiliates as well, so you can hear him on uh, some various radio stations across the state. He is going to be doing some golfing, and I haven't checked it out yet. I was I was just going to check it out because it reminded me, but I don't know if you heard this or not, Kudak, but I hear there's a real, real handsome guy on uh, his latest blog posting, from what I hear. Well, I, I did hear some rumors about that, and... Um, <laughs> I don't. I really don't know how handsome, but I I heard it's called Sidecar Stan in a <laughs> yeah. kayak. 
Yeah, exactly. We had the sidecar on the kayak, as a matter of fact, here uh, ways back uh, with my good friend uh, Tim Lesmey. So you can check out his blog page at OutdoorNews.com. And uh, the latest one on uh, kayak fishing, there's there's just a, just a heartthrob on there. I'll just put it that way. So if you ladies out there listening want to check that out, you know, feel free to uh, to uh, melt melt away with the rest of the ladies, so we say. Right, Kudak? <laughs> yeah, when your fiance hears that, she's going to enjoy that <laughs> one. Uh, here we go. So we're getting her started with a lot of BS here, but we got a really uh, a lot of seriousness coming up here with our good friend uh, Tom Keenan. He fishes out of Hatley, Wisconsin, and uh, uh, he's he he's done pretty well for himself, Kudak, uh, as far as the fishing goes. Well, I'll tell you what, Tom Keenan is one of the probably uh, top people in the walleye industry. Uh, class act, down to earth, good guy. I mean, you you can't say enough about the gentleman. He's uh, done everything in the walleye fishing deal. He's he's one of the toughest toughest walleye competitors out there on the circuit. Uh, always always got time for the public. I, he works for Gander Mountains, or I believe still. And you, I mean, if you if a guy wants to come up and talk to him at a sports show or a fishing term, the man will take time to stop and talk to you. And explain what he's doing, how he's doing it. He, I mean, that's—he's an old school guy, and, and he's—he's a—he's a down to earth good guy. I mean, you can't find a nicer guy than Tom Keenan. And I think he uh, did a little, was doing a little turkey hunting. Of course, we're in the turkey hunting season too, and I almost nailed oh. a couple with my car here this this last week, but uh, I did that, not get out in the field. That reminds me. Now that you brought this turkey deal up, Cold Dog Curry and his buddy from Cabela's, he had the. Uh, the tackle buyer or the rod buyer or, or somebody from Cabela's from Rogers up at his hunting shack up in Onamia. And the, the guy from Cabela's shot one the first day. Curry had 10 turkeys in front of him at 15 yards and couldn't shoot one. He had, he had uh, turkey fever, I believe it was what it was called. Well, I heard he, but, I heard he got one, but he did get one yesterday afternoon towards evening. They were just getting ready to leave and he did shoot a turkey. I believe it was. Thursday or I think it was Thursday afternoon or Friday afternoon. He did fill his turkey license, so the turkey got a turkey. There we go. So congratulations to our friend uh, Cold Front Curry, who we'll have uh, plenty from him coming up at the Governor's Fishing Opener coming up on May twelfth uh, at Green Lake up there in the uh, New London Wilmer Spicer area. But next, we're going to chat with uh, Walleye Pro Tom Keenan, leading up to the. Governor's Walleye Opener and uh, all across the state of Minnesota here. So we'll get some great insight with him and uh, probably have a little bit of fun, too, I'm, I'm sure, we'll, I'm guessing. So if you got a question for the pro, you can call us, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. Pro Walleye Guy Tom Keenan coming up next here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. back with more outdoor adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that anytime and listen to Outdoor Adventures anytime on that free iHeartRadio app. You can search Outdoor Adventures or Twin Cities News Talk and uh, catch the show anytime or on demand 
on the free iHeartRadio app. And we're just a few weeks away from the walleye opener here, Kuduk, on May 12th. And you and I will be in Wilmer this year, and we're looking forward to that, aren't we? Oh, you bet. That, that, that will be fun down there. And we're even going to get in the boat on Saturday and go fishing. So finally you are stepping, after all these years I've known you, you're finally going to get into a, the same boat as me and uh, let me challenge you for once. Well, I don't know if we'll be in the They probably won't put us in the same boat. They'll probably uh, put you in a, in, a, in a kayak down the road. They won't probably won't let us fish together. Well, they probably won't because they know you'll probably throw me in the lake after about 15 minutes of harassing you out there. No, no, no. I wouldn't. That wouldn't happen. I would. I would give you shellacking quick, and then you could whine, and you probably want to swim back to shore. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of somebody who uh, also put a shellacking, and he's proved it to me, is our next guest, Tom Keenan, out of Hatley, Wisconsin. He fishes the professional walleye circuits, uh, many uh, tournament wins, top ten finishes. Been uh, angler of the year, many many accolades, and an overall outdoorsman. I hear he also just uh, nailed a turkey afield as well. So let's welcome him in Tom Keenan. How are we doing? I'm doing really good. I'm like you guys. We're good, doing good, good. I suppose you're you're in the same mess as we are. A snow snow up to your your butt and uh, lots of ice yet. Yeah, we got the same thing. Uh, we got the same snow you guys got. Uh, I just spent the last day and a half over as actually around Lake Michigan fishing brown trout, so I couldn't take it anymore. I had to go find some open water. Yeah, yeah. Tom, let our listeners tell, just just give us a rundown what you do uh, when you get ready for you know open water uh, from your boat to your rods. All right, well, that's a lot, but you know, obviously, uh, I'm very fortunate. I get a I get a new boat every single year. I've been uh, very blessed on that. And, you know, so I go through the whole process every year of, you know, re-rigging it with uh, locators, towing motors, batteries, chargers, the whole process. Obviously, I repeat every single year, which I've got good at over the years. But, you know, for me, as far as getting equipment ready, obviously, like you guys, we've had a lot of winter here. So I've had a lot of boring days. So I've, I've sorted my shad wraps and my jigs so many times, I don't think I can take it anymore. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't put fresh line in all my poles. I got 18 poles laid up against my... Uh, out of my garage right now, they're all ready to go. Uh, we leave uh, not in two weeks from today. We actually leave for Red Wing, Minnesota, for the first term of the year. So I've been itching to get out there for a long, long time. Yeah, and I hear uh, Pepin is the first lake. Uh, it's more of a river, in my opinion, but uh, the first lake in Minnesota to be officially named Ice Out. So it looks like you won't have to deal with that, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of that the last few days. Actually, when we went out on. Friday morning, there was about a half a mile of skim ice, actually, believe it or not, in Lake Michigan. And uh, what, is that the MWC tournament you're fishing down there, Cabela's tournament? What tournament is that? That's uh, National Walleye Tour. National Walleye Tour. So you, you got you got a, a field of about 120, I suppose, 150? Yeah, that's probably about right. We usually average right around that, 110 to 120, obviously. Uh, Red Wing's an incredible fishery, and... Um, it's, am- it's amazing how many fish get caught in that fishery. With well, that many boats there, for that many days of free fish, and they catch that many fish, that just tells you how good that resource truly is. Well, you, you look at it this way. You're fishing the river, and right now up here, the Rum River coming out of Mille Lacs is, is really flowing. I mean, all the snow is finally melting, and, you know, down it, it, that filters in down in Anoka down there finally. So I'm sure the Mississippi is is really roaring down there. So 
It should it should be a fun tournament for you guys. Hopefully, the water will be cleared up some, and I'm sure uh, there'll be. A few I think days. we needed flow though, actually. You know, because even like the Wolf River back here at home, you know, we had no flow until it started melting the last two days. So I think we should time it just about perfect. I'd imagine those big girls are going to start spawning here later this week, and a week later when they're on the, they're down, coming down, they're pretty easy to catch, easy to feed. So I think we might time it just right for once. Is it is it down down there? Is it more 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 jig minnows? You guys throwing throwing crankbaits, trolling crankbaits with planer boards? What's the what's the what's the majority? What are the guys using down there? You, you usually there's you know a combination of everything. That's what makes the red wing so much fun. You know, I would guess that a handful of the top five guys are probably going to catch them live bait rigging with either worms or big minnows, and I would guess probably two three of the guys are going to catch them trolling probably. Some type of crankbait, more than likely, probably some kind of shad wrap, and either on either some kind of braid or uh, a lead core combination. And how many tournaments do you normally fish a, a year, Tom? I fish four. There's 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 three qualifiers, and there's a championship. And um, so basically, this year we go to um, we start out at Red Wing, then we go to Saginaw Bay, Michigan, then we go to Devil's Lake, North Dakota, and we conclude the first week of September actually on the Lake of the Woods. Awesome. So uh, check them out, Tom Keenan. Uh, where where can people get more information on you? Um, there are a bunch of different places. I post a lot of stuff on Facebook, obviously. But you know, now that I've uh, I had to switch careers, I've been with uh, I've been with Gander Mountain for twenty five and a half years, and obviously Gander Mountain went away, and now it's Gander Outdoors. So uh, I'm starting to try to establish myself all over there now, and I'm actually going to run the Gander Outdoors boat actually on tour this year. Oh, very, very nice. And uh, I had the pleasure of fishing with you here a couple of years ago at the Governor's Fishing Opener up there in uh, Breezy Point, and you were one of the pros that was nice enough to come up and uh, show amateurs like myself how it's done. But it was really interesting for me to see, you know, not only how quick and uh, efficient you were in the boat, but, you know, just just your different techniques and, and, and how you went about it and, you know, you kind of had everything planned out ahead of time. So what can you say to the amateur like me out there? Um, maybe just a couple of tips, uh, you know, getting out there that's going to help you before you get on the water, and then maybe a couple things once you're on the water to maybe either try or or to look for, depending on, you know, conditions, stuff like that. You know, obviously this year I think it's going to be a, obviously a late spring, especially up in your neck of the woods and our neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, I tell everyone right now, between YouTube and fishing channels, radio shows like yourself, TV, everything. There's a lot of information out there. So, you know, this year I'm anticipating it's going to be a really, obviously, late spring, probably going to be a jig and minnow bite opening day, especially on some of the clear water lakes, you know. The thing I would tell people a lot about, uh, when you don't be afraid to fish shell water. I think a lot of people overlook a lot of the shell water, especially this year because it's going to be so cold opening day. The water's going to be cold fish are probably going to be either still spawning or just getting done spawning. So uh, the biggest thing I would tell anyone is, you know, pay attention uh, to your fish locator, especially the um, the temp sensor. I think water temp is going to be probably the biggest factor this year on a lot of lakes opening day. And if you can find that water that's three, four, or five degrees warmer, more than likely that's probably where we're going to catch the fish too. And another thing I noticed uh, when I got the fish with you, Tom, is, you know, and, and maybe you were just showing off your – High potent uh, motor you had that Evan wrote on the back. Maybe maybe that was part of it. You just wanted to show that off to me too. But but at the same time, you, you, we were going from spot to spot, which I thought was very quick. From 
what I'm used to, but obviously I'm not a professional angler like you. But it but it showed me that, you know, sometimes it's good to just keep on the move. Yeah, especially, you know, obviously we fished the governor's cup last a couple of years ago. I'd never been there before. So I'd never even seen the lake before. So, you know, the night before was the first time I ever seen the lake and I uh and I looked at a map, kind of got an idea what we're going to do. And, you know, you have four or five spots in the back of your mind where you think you can catch them. And usually, you know, I've always been a believer. Usually if you find the walleyes, you can catch them. And I think we spend most of our time looking for walleyes. And I think uh, occasionally I think some people sit on a spot too long or just try to make a fish bite that probably isn't there. And that's why, you know, with the, today's technology, today's motors, boats and motors, there's no reason why we can't move up the lake one, two, three, four, five miles or, or further depending on if that's where we got to go. But, you know, I tell people, keep an open mind and, you know, look for fish. I mean, physically look for them. If, if you don't catch them in one drift, you know, move and try to find my different drifts. Once you find them, you usually can catch them. Yeah, well, up, up in this neck of the woods, I believe we'll be using ice augers. <laughs> yeah, there's funny. We got, a, we, got a bet at, we got a bet at work that someone's going to get a picture of a truck, actually, on the lake opening day. That might be a little far, but maybe a four-wheeler snowmobile could be very possible. Well, we we're still we're still got three. Well, we we got our augers and we got extensions on them. We're still down to the power head, and we took a replow out the other day and plowed a road out to uh, oh past three mile on the east side of the lake, and we still got lots of ice. That's crazy. I mean, we got a lot too, but it's funny because there's a big brown trout tournament going on right now in Sturgeon Bay, and like probably six of the ten top positions right now, guys actually caught them through the ice. That's crazy. So you got that's people fishing crazy. open water and fishing ice on the on the same lake. That is pretty pretty funny. That's we're chatting we're chatting with Tom Keener, Angler of the Year, and uh, he's on the National Walleye Tour. And uh, we're going to have a little bit more with him coming up next. Get a few more uh, tips from him, and I'm going to have to uh, tease him a little bit too here when we get back as well. So we'll continue with Tom Keenan, Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Into the second half of Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk. I want to remind you as well, check out our Facebook page, Outdoor Adventures. Plenty of fun stuff there from uh, iceberging on Lake Minnetonka to uh, Kudak's uh, wild, crazy uh, drinking buddies trying out my, uh, I guess we'll call them snooty beers for the first time. Uh, what else? we got fishing reports on there, links to our guests, like our great guest uh, we have on here today, Tom Keenan, professional walleye angler. And, uh, Tom, I wanted to uh, get back into just, you know, for guys like me, sometimes it's a little disheartening, especially when we see people like you uh, consistently pulling out uh, what I would consider fish of a lifetime. And uh, so what can you, uh, as far as further tips, give a guy like me, uh, the amateur, because uh, it's always a little bit easier, you know, around the opener because uh, the odds are with you. You know, they're kind of uh, in, in certain areas. But what are some areas I should look for? Um, what type of depths? Uh, what type of maybe bait or uh, jig or harness or whatever I should be using? What can you uh, tell the listeners about that? Well, I think I think if you're fishing lakes this year, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier, I think you, I think you want to look for warm water for sure, you know. I think uh, this year is going to be them cold years if it's open actually at all. But uh, what, I, what I would concentrate on a lot if I'm fishing a lake, is I would look for, you know, shallow water. I would probably look for a spot that has weed growth. And weed, weed growth will obviously will, will warm up the fastest. 
any place weeds grow and warm up fast. And uh, if you can find weed growth, you know, any any little weed growth at all, even where weeds have been in the past, you know, that tracks usually some bait or some kind of bait fish. And uh, warm water usually brings those in. They'll bring minnows and little bluegills and crabs and everything else in there. Therefore, obviously, the wallies follow. Uh, for technique, you know, this year I think it'll be hard to beat just a simple jig and a minnow. I think that'll be very hard to beat, but if the water warms up, you know, I'd probably, one of my favorite ways to catch them when the water's really shallow, I like to throw uh, a pile of countdowns, um, either in a five or a seven size. If I had to pick a color, I'd take natural perch or fire tiger. I probably wouldn't care what the water clarity is. I'd probably still take those two colors. Um, you can never go wrong with that bait. That bait has very little action and kind of just motors along. That's one of the baits we're using right now. We're catching brown trout. The water's 34 degrees. We're catching cast and countdowns. Just because the water's really cold right now, you don't want a lot of action. Uh, that's one thing I would do for sure. Uh, as far as looking for trophy walleyes, the thing about catching trophy walleyes is, I mean, you got to fish where they exist. You know, if you're not fishing where big walleyes exist, if you're not on a body of water that could grow 28 to 30 inch plus fish, then you, you know, if you truly want a trophy, you got to get to one of those places that exist. You know, Lake Erie's probably truly the best in the world that I've ever experienced, you know, but there's some other great places out there. But if you haven't had the Lake Erie experience, you know, sometime in everyone's life, they should get the Lake Erie experience because it's, it's unbelievable how good it truly is. And Kudak, what yeah. about, what about you? The same question to you. I mean, you're Hall of Famer. You obviously have the credentials and know what you're talking about. So, uh, where do you typically go this time of the year or maybe, uh, cater it to, uh, the type of conditions we're going to have with the cooler water? What can you tell the listeners as far as, uh, where to go, what to use, what to try? Well, we all up here in the North Country, we, we're using bobbers and leeches or jigs and minnows. You know, we're, we're looking for reefs, rock piles, uh, Place where the where the bait fish mm-hmm. are hiding, where they're where they're you know a shelf or whatever we're fishing. Uh, like I like you know it's going to be cold, so more than likely we'd have to go up to the north end of the lake where where it's going to open up a little early to hit the sand where it's warm. And if you can find sand and you can find some weeds in there, you're going to catch fish, or, or or a little bit of moving water, or you know you get into them rocks and them rocks will hold fish. You rock pile in shallow water, there's always fish. There's always little bait fish hiding in there, and you know it's, it's just one of them. You, you got to keep moving until you find the fish. Once once you find the fish, you know you can put your your jigs or your bobber on them with your leeches, or or even go up on the sand in the north end and rig them. Yeah, and I think that's the thing I, I've learned the most from YouTube, uh, especially is you know don't sit in that spot like you said earlier, Tom. You know if they're not biting, they're not biting. Go to a different spot. Yep, search, search, search. Anyone, anyone can catch them once they find them. Definitely. We're chatting with Tom Keenan here, uh, Pro Walleye Angler. He'll be on the uh, National Walleye Tour. You can uh, find him there, or you can also check him out on Facebook. He's a friend of ours as well, of Outdoor Adventures. And uh, I, I was going to ask you, you mentioned you get, you know, you, one of the perks of being a walleye pro is uh, you get a lot of your gear, and it is supplied by your sponsors, which is a great thing. But obviously you've worked hard and uh, learned the uh, craft uh, very well over the years, Tom. But uh you know, I would think, because I remember when we went out on uh, on uh, up at Breezy Point there at the Governor's Opener when I had the pleasure to fish with you. But uh, I have to admit, my fingers I think still have a some uh, aftermath of that trip with you because uh, you know you had a hundred thousand dollar boat, but you forgot the hundred penny uh, minnow scooper when we went out, went out that day. <laughs> so make sure you pack that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you say that because i went last wednesday on the wolf river 
Uh, down by Yolanda. <laughs> I forgot one too. <laughs> that was uh, that was, but I'll tell you what uh, to the listeners out there. I'll tell you what I I was never so happy to have frozen fingers than I was that day. Because I mean the fish <laughs> yeah, were biting. And you know, Tom, that minnow scoop for ninety nine cents or whatever you can get them. You think a guy would have them in every nook and cranny in his boat? And I'm the same way. I forget them constantly. <laughs> so you're digging in that water and you're freezing your hands off. I wish I had a buck for every time I went ice fishing. I forgot an ice ladle, too. I mean, I got all these high-tech equipment. I forgot a stupid $1.99 ice ladle. Yeah, yeah. Usually the first time of the year I'm uh, scooping the holes with my hands, uh, unfortunately. But uh, it uh, it was a fun time fishing with you, and I definitely uh, uh, encourage people to check you out. You're one of the good guys in the industry, and... Uh, you know, I I learned a lot from you, and it was and it was fun. I think you were probably playing with you because I was getting really excited. I mean, even though I couldn't feel my hands, because I think it was what twenty five degrees or so when we went out that morning. So it was one of the coldest uh, openers I remember in a long time. And uh, you know, I I was getting a little happy there for a while because I'm like, man, Tom's missing him, and I'm catching him. And I thought, man, am I going to have the story for my buddies? I outfished this pro. I'm really going to feel like I'm high on my horse. And then I unfortunately opened my mouth to you, Tom, and mentioned that I had a two-walleye lead on you. And I think about 15 minutes later, you're up by about five or six. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I've I learned over the years, my grandpa taught me that a long time ago, just don't chirp until the day is over. <laughs> That's exactly. Do you, do, Tom, are you using stinger hooks on your jigs and minnows? Uh, depends. If, if, if I'm physically vertical jigging, if I have the jig over, over the side of the boat and I'm lifting it up and down, always. So like last week on the Wolf River when I was jigging, I was using a stinger hook for sure. I probably caught, oh my God, 70% of the fish probably on the stinger. But if I'm physically casting the jig where I'm actually casting the jig out and I'm bouncing it back, then I don't use the stinger. Usually when you're casting it with a stinger, you get a lot of debris or get snagged or stuff on your thing. So, up and down, stinger, casting out, no stinger. And then are you are you using the, the short stinger hook or the short jig head hooks or the long jig head hooks on the on your I, jigs with I the I like, I like a long sink I like a long sink jig or a, you know, a, a standard jig. I don't like a short sink. I like to, you know, go in through the the fish's mouth, spin them around and actually stick them through the back. Therefore, yep. you know, you try to get the minnow crouched up on the jig as much as possible. And I usually place a stinger, you know, way back on them, humanly far as possible, truthfully. And I think that makes a big difference for hooking percentage. And are you using monofilament or are you using fluorocarbon? Um, depends. If, if, if I'm vertical jigging, I always use um, suffix like a 10-4 braid. I run a two-way swivel. Then I run about an 18-inch piece of fluorocarbon, like a 6 or 8-pound eight, eight test. If I'm casting the jig, physically casting it, then I use monofilament. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure our listeners would want to know that. And and uh, any other tips that you want to throw out for these guys? I, you know, I I think one thing I don't care if you're an ice fisherman, a fly fisherman, a walleye fisherman. Carry always carry a hook file. Carry a hook file every single day of your life. Um, you know, if you look at me, my finger's always black on the tip because that's all I'm always sticking my jig in my finger to make sure it's sharp enough. I'm a big preacher of sharp hooks. You know. You get X amount of bites during the day. We need to make sure every single one of them gets introduced to our boat. You know, I, I, I try to sharpen my hooks all the time. Uh, one of my buddies lost a big brown trout with me, and I actually grabbed his hook, and his hook was so dull I made fun of him. 
And because um, he named Sharp Hooks, he lost uh, probably a 10, 12 foam round trail yesterday. Yep, I, I got I got hook sharpeners in every every box I got. I've always got files or a hook sharpener, and I believe even when you buy them from the package, you sharpen them. I I, I agree. I mean, even even if I might forget forget a a nice scoop or a minnow ladle, but I never forget a sharpener. <laughs> Sounds well, great. Stan, Stan's been whining about that for since you took him fishing about how you forgot that that minnow scoop. Every time he talks about going because he still can't feel his fingers. Well, uh, it is good because now anytime it gets below 32 degrees, I can tell because I can't feel two of my fingers. So then I know it's below freezing and we're making ice. So it, what a great memory. It's kind of like the farmer's almanac. It's in my fingers now. I know, I know when the lakes are going to start to freeze over now. But I guess I would not trade it for the world. I'll put it that way. It was a great experience, and uh, like I said again, I thank you uh, for doing that for me that year. And uh, hopefully, we can do it again sometime. I sure hope so. It was a good time. Hopefully, we'll get a little nicer weather. But yeah, it was a cold one. Yep, exactly. Well, we got to let you go and get to our next guest, Tom. But uh, definitely appreciate you joining us here on Outdoor Adventures, and we'll be in touch. Yeah, anytime. Good luck on the opener, boys. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Tom. When you get over to Minnesota, give me a call. Anytime, buddy. Take her easy. Yep. That is uh, Tom Keenan, pro angler on the National Walleye Tour, and uh, they're going to be firing things up, it sounds like, in uh, Lake Pepin here just a couple of weeks down there on Red Wings. So uh, we got uh, more to come here at Kudak. we got your friend uh, Tony Ward. He's going to be uh, helping out the kids with the uh, Minnesota Teen Challenge here. Yep, yep, and he's, he helped me out all winter. We did some tulip fishing. He came up and did some TV with me and some radio, and uh, uh, really a good guy. He's got that uh, team challenge deal he's doing, so we're going to get him on next and uh, see what he's going to do, where he's where it's going, and, and how he can help him out. Sounds great. So we will have him, Tony Ward, coming up next here, and uh, we'll have a little fun, too, before we go here on Outdoor Adventures. Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Horrible, Ozzy, for stepping on your lyrics, but we got to continue here. Final segment of Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk. You also download that free iHeartRadio app. Search Twin Cities News Talk uh, when we're live between 5 and 6 Saturday nights here on News Talk, or you can search Outdoor Adventures anytime on that free iHeartRadio app. Download and listen to our show anytime there. And uh, one final segment here, Kudak, and uh, we're going to get your good friend uh, Tony Ward on here, and he's going to be helping out with the uh, Minnesota Teen Challenge again, a uh, big tournament going up. Is that up at Gall, is it? Uh, it's on Gall Lake uh, out of, uh, uh, it's either Craigens or uh, one of them places up there. He'll let us know when we get him on where it's going and what, what it's all about. Well, let's bring him on, Tony Ward, uh, coming on in and joining us here on Outdoor Adventures. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. So uh, tell us about this uh, Teen Challenge Tournament you're involved in this year. Well, it's the 11th Annual Teen Challenge Tournament up on up at Craigens Resort on Gull Lake. Um, trying to get some donations and proceeds. I'll go to the Teen Challenge to help out uh, 
um, adults and teens with addiction. Good program, great event. They have about 125 to 135 boats a year. Anybody can fish it, multi-species tournament. Great, great event. And you can, you, you can go to uh, mntc.org for more information on the Minnesota Fishing Challenge. Uh, how, do, how does this work? Is it all pros, or you team up with amateurs, or uh, kids, or grandparents, or how does, how does the tournament work, Tony? You have a partner. Uh, you bring your own partner. You can bring guys that are out there in kayaks fishing, pontoon fishing, bringing kids. Um, I mean, there's no money tournament. It's just out there for fun, raising money for Teen Challenge. Um, anything goes. Just a great, great event. Bring what you and, and, and Tony, you got a lot of a lot of big name people fished at the Linders fish it. A lot of the local guides up around Brainerd fish it. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good deal. If people want to come up and watch the tournament and and if people want to donate, how can they donate to your you know to your to your deal? You can go to Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge. Um, my brother and I, Steve, we've, we're boat number 19. You could donate to uh, Tony Ward or boat 19 on that page. Um, or there's a list of everybody else. If you know somebody else that's fishing it, you're more than welcome to donate to them, too. I think and and, and to, today uh, you're, you're up at Izadis at, at a bass something or other with all your with all your cronies. Did you let them know that uh, bass will be a, a, a good good meal on the plate this summer? I haven't said that yet. It hasn't started yet. But, yes, we're up here at the uh, um, Smallmouth Alliance meeting on Mille Lacs, talking about the benefit of the smallmouth on Mille Lacs, and not quite yet how good they're eating. But. Well, I got a guy that will clean them for us. He's a little buddy of mine, little pee-pee. He says he'll clean them for, for the people that want them. Yep. Yep, I might know that guy. Yep, yep, I, I think you, you probably know him. So I'm gonna, I, what I think I'm going to do is get Stan and a bunch of buddies up there. We're going to get on one of the small pontoon launches, and we're going to go uh, go get some bass, and we got some smoked bass for the summer. There you go. And, and, uh, what, what dates are that? And, and you could put that on our Facebook so if people want to get a, get a hold of you. Or get, they can come to our face, uh, Outdoor Adventures Facebook page, and uh, we can put your information on there. So if people want to come and, and want to donate to you, vote 19, to you and your brother, they can do that. Sounds good. It's June 2nd, Saturday, June 2nd, at Craigens Resort. And who all fishes that the, the, every year? I mean, there's, there's Val Linder, um, Finez. Um, Walleye Dan will be there, Scott Bonema, Mark Fisher. I mean, there's a lot of Hall of Fame guys fishing it, plus a lot, a lot of really big anglers, um, big known tournament anglers will be out there themselves. And at the end of the deal, is there a meal where people can come and talk to these people and visit with them and, and you know, kind of pick their brains? Yep, Mr. Craigins comes down. He has food and beverages down on the beach, and, Everybody sits around, and, yeah, you can climb into boats with some of the pros, get some autographs, um, meet and greet. There's a big meeting the night before at the church right in Baxter where you can come to that. There's a meal there and do a meet and greet with the pros there. Um, just everybody's gung-ho and friendly, and it's just one of the best events I've ever been to in my life. So 
Well, you'll have to uh, put your stuff on our Facebook page, and we'll we'll see if we can't help you out there. And then uh, down the road here, we'll get you back on the radio uh, well, a couple weeks before and, and see how everything's going. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right, Tony, take care. Uh, that is uh, Tony Ward. He's going to be fishing the uh, Teen Challenge Tournament up there in Gull, uh, Friday, June 1st and 2nd. The festivities are happening. You can go to mntc.org mntc.org and get more information on that uh going to the minnesota fishing teen adult and teen challenge so those uh struggling with addiction it helps those folks out and uh, it's a good program i know your uh, buddy slaybaugh who we've had on here in the past quite a bit kudak he's a part of that and uh also uh up there at camp confidence for those uh with with disabilities as well so it's just another way uh that the outdoorsman again is uh showing what true good people they are and and uh getting these people out there and you know uh no matter what their background uh it's it's all about having fun in the outdoors and uh, out on the water and out on the ice yeah and we we got that he's got that tournament and then on the june 15th and 16th i'll be up there for the big camp camp confidence tournament that's been going on for 35 years uh i'll be running a pontoon with some kids and there'll be a, a lot of the the big name i think we got we're gonna have over probably 120 200 200 guides up there and people are invited to come to that it's, it's a friday saturday deal um and i guess i'll be doing a little emceeing up there oh boy do they have enough uh time in the day to to get you up on stage because they may not ever get you off well yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm kind of looking forward to that because uh mr roach will be there and ron linder will be there and uh, you know all the all the guys that I I fished with for years, that you know, they all show up for this deal. It's a it's a really a big deal up at Camp Confident. Bob runs the tournament. I think it's one of the longest running tournaments in the country, and it's a really a good deal. That is awesome, and you got some good people. It sounds like uh, definitely involved, so I'm sure that uh, contributes to the success of it as well. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about next show before we wrap things up here. We've got a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to have your buddy uh, Ron Sher on next week, and he's going to give us an update on whether or not uh, they're going to hold out for that crappie tournament. Um, as far as I know, it's still on. They haven't uh, postponed it as of yet, but... Like I said, uh, one of their uh, guys was out there. There was a cu- good couple feet of ice yet there on that bay where it's uh, taking place. So it's it's going to be uh, tough, but I think with this warmer weather, I think we might make it. Yeah, yeah, I think Minnetonka, it should, it'll be close, but I think they'll make it. Uh, I talked to Ron here on uh, Monday or Tuesday, it was, and he was heading out to Dakotas to go uh, turkey hunting. So he'll be back. I believe on Wednesday or Thursday, <laughs> hopefully he got his turkey. So we'll get a little insight on his turkey hunt. Plus, uh, you know, we got Ted Takasaki on from South Dakota. He's a Minnesota boy or, you know, lived here up and up, up north at, uh, Brainerd for years. And, uh, we're going to get some tips and techniques from Teddy and, uh, it should be a real good show. So people, if you want to call in and talk to these guys, Call in and ask some questions. Yep, and we're going to continue that. So next week we're looking to get uh, Ted Takasaki on. I know a uh, fellow Moundite of my own, uh, Perry Good, another pro buddy of yours. He, uh, We're going to try to get him on as well, leading up to the Governor's Fishing Opener coming up May 12th. And I want to invite those people as well. Uh, if you've never been to the Governor's Opener, it's not just for hot shots like Kuduk anymore. I mean, the, the public is invited to a lot of the events they got a public dinner in the evening and and uh it's 
you know, a good thing just to, you know, get away for the weekend, too. Even if you don't fish, there's lots of special events and that. I think they got a brew and wine tour this year, so I'm sure you'll be in on that one, Kudak. Well, I, I don't think I'll be in on that one. I'm going to have some stuff to do down there when I get down there because I know a few people down there in that area, so I'm going to stop it and visit them on uh, Thursday and or Friday and uh, get ready, do do our radio early Friday morning, we got to get that done, and I think we get done about noon, and then we're on our own Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and I'm sure Les Meister will be uh, uh, taking care of you again, or I'll be taking babysitting you again like we do every year. Well, you know, I really appreciate you guys babysitting me, because it is something that, at times, you know, I... I need a wake-up call in the morning. You know, sometimes my phone cell, cell phone dies, and then I don't have a don't have a clock. So, you know, how am I supposed to wake up in the morning? Well, yeah, that's what we're there for, just for you, Stan. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of you again like we always do. Well, uh, the challenge is on. We're going to be getting in the boat, apparently. So uh, you get those hooks sharpened, and you get the right line on your rod and reel, and I'll come up with my 202 and whoop you. Oh, that that'd be fine. We'll have a little wager on this one, I think. But <laughs> you, you, after after that, you'll probably be doing a little whining. All right, sounds good, buddy. Take her easy. All right, we'll talk to you during the week. That is legendary guide and freshwater fishing hall of famer. I'm Stan Pogle, your average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Don't forget, Black Republican, Black Democrat is coming up next. They got a great show. It sounds like there might be a little controversy brewing on that, so don't forget to uh, tune into that right after top of the hour news here on Twin Cities News Talk. Enjoy your out time in the outdoors. We'll talk to you next week here on Outdoor Adventures. Yeah.